Hey, it's Adam from Splendid Sports, back for another edition of 3 and 3, where my guest shows three of their favorite cards in their collection. And then we look at three cards that my guest hopes to add to the collection in the future. I am joined by Scott of Reindeer Studios. How you doing, Scott? I'm good, Adam. How are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate you coming on here. Um, this is actually the ninth edition of 3 and 3. So um, you've been someone who's left some really nice comments on uh, my other videos, my other three and threes. So uh, I really appreciate that. And um, I just in the last, I would say six months, found out about your channel. I know you've been you're well known and you've been around for a while, but um, I caught a uh, video that you did with James Elite Hunters about I think it was about six months ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I do when I discover channels, I kind of ran through as many of your videos as I could. To, and you, I'm sure this is the first time you've heard this, but you are an incredible artist. The stuff you do on your channel is unbelievable. So I think we have the best, in my opinion, the best sports card artist, the best, you know, probably one of the best artists in the world. Um, and probably one of the worst artists in the world in me because <laughs> I have zero ability and zero skill in that area. So I have even a higher admiration for someone like you than the average person who might have even a shred of artistic ability. So <laughs> well, you're making me blush, man. But yeah, incredible. I mean, that so that that satchel page right behind you there. When did you do that? I didn't do that. That's actually a Dick Perez piece. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. There's another good one. <laughs> awesome. Um so this be like with most of these that I do, this is the first time that we've ever talked, uh, even though we've, you know, messaged back and forth. Mm -hmm. So could you just give like uh, for people that haven't come across your channel yet, um, give like a overview of what you do on your channel and, um, you know, just the, the topics and uh, any any info for people that might not have seen it yet. OK, so um, basically, I'm not necessarily a sports card channel but like I hang out with all yes and um, I draw or paint sports art on my channel and um, I kind of use it to fund my own hobby. So I do talk about my, my uh, collection a little bit here and there, but that's uh, where I'm coming from. Do you, so I've seen on like uh, recently, like Don field of dreams, YouTube mm -hmm. channel, mm -hmm. you did an incredible piece for him. Um, that he showed on his channel. Uh, but how like how does it normally work? Do you get a lot of requests from other YouTubers or people that find your, your channel on YouTube that like, you know, offer as a service, like, hey, can you draw this and I'll pay you this? Is that is that how a lot of that works? I know you do uh, for your friends and so forth. You, you do um, nice favors for them. But uh, do you get a lot of like business and, and work from from YouTube? I do get a lot of requests and um, I can't take all of them. Um, what happened was I started, my Holy Grail card is a T206 Cy Young portrait. So I thought I'll, I'll um, start taking some requests because before I wasn't taking that many requests. So I'll, t I'll take some requests, try to earn a little money and buy this card and I'll like um, kind of journal that through YouTube and, uh, so the response to that has been nothing short of amazing. And people like are always asking me to do things and I, I can't take any more right now, but uh, I'm really close to the end of that Holy Grail quest. So um, 
once I get that finished up, then I can start taking requests again. Great. Yeah. I mean, I figured you'd probably had a pretty good waiting list because it's not like mm -hmm. the work you do. It's not like something you can you can just whip, whip quickly together. I mean, it's unbelievable quality. And I should say it's not like you said, it's not just sports cards or sports. It's uh, I, I saw on your channel. One of my one of my favorite ones was um, Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> together, Stuff like that. So like celebrities and it's just incredible quality. Unbelievable. Well, thank uh, you. Yeah. So and, and you're a Cleveland Guardians. I, I always say Indians still, but Cleveland Guardians fan. Um, just pretty much baseball, though, right? Not you're not too into any of the other teams like the Cavaliers or anything like that. Um, I am into the other Cleveland teams. So I don't collect as much. I have some Cavs cards. I have some Browns cards, but you know, I'm, I'm big into baseball. That's my thing. So you must be pretty excited here. The playoffs about to start. I am. This is uh, the the Guardians are a, a little under the radar, in my opinion, mm -hmm. going into these playoffs. Um, I think I looked online. I always like to look at the odds to win the World Series before the playoffs start, and they're like twenty five to one shot. So definitely not the favorite. But right. they, man, uh, as someone who's a Red Sox fan, um, you have one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best managers of all time in Francona. Got I don't know how you feel about him, but I, when the Red Sox let him go, mm -hmm. I was very disappointed. I would be too. Yeah, he's just <laughs> incredible manager. I mean, I, I don't know why any. I was so confused at the, that whole thing that went on with the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. I have no idea why they let him go. And well, look what he's done with the Guardians so far. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, let's, we'll talk more about that, but let's get started. If we can, what do you got for the first card of one of your favorite three cards? All right. One of my favorite was a recent nationals pickup. It's my T206 Napoleon Lajoie. Wow. And that's a one. That's an incredible one. It is. Whoa. It's because of the back. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There you go. But, but it is front, gorgeous. Wow, look at that front. Unbelievable. <clears throat> so I had a short list when I went to the National of cards I was looking for, and that was on it. And then, um, but it wasn't number one, really. Um, but I was walking around, and I wanted to get the big boy card, like, as soon as I could, so that I knew what my budget was for the rest of the show. And I saw that one, and I kept looking around looking around and uh, kept calling back calling me back and i was super excited to pick that one up how many nationals do you go to i've been to the last four okay and the cleveland is on the schedule right like it's chicago next year and then is it cleveland after that correct so that's great for you i mean that's yeah awesome to have it right in your backyard mm -hmm. let's go um if you can let's go number two Okay, number two. This is my Destruction Crew from 1959, signed by Minnie Minoso, Rocky Calavito, and Larry Doby. Wow. Construct. I've never seen. I've never seen that card. Yeah. So these <laughs> what are three, is that? What three is that? Cleveland legends. That? It's um, uh, uh, like it was in the 1959 top set. Oh, okay, okay. So it's it's a base card. Wow. And they did a few of these cards with a circle there and like multiplayers, but this one is really cool. And I have only seen two of them that, 
or signed by all three guys. <clears throat> and where did you get that? That one I got off eBay. It was kind of by accident. I found it. And um, I put in a really strong bid because uh, it's like one of my favorite cards ever. And I've never, like, I've only seen two of them signed, like I said. And uh, I got it for less than half of what I thought I would. So I was super excited to pick that one up. That was like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go. Let's go card number three. Okay. Artists are cheaters. So I cheated and I didn't go with the card, but I went with a piece of my art. So all this right. is Len Barker and Morgana. So this wow. was a digital print that I made. Um, I saw uh, my buddy, uh, Michael Myers. He's a big TTM guy. He got Morgana back uh, one day. And I thought it would be really cool to um, get Morgana with Len Barker, who pitched a perfect game in 1981. And he uh, got a kiss from Morgana in the 1981 All-Star game, which was in Cleveland. So I really like that story. So um, I put together this piece and uh, I uh, found a private signing with Len Barker and my wife, it was actually in Columbus, which is about two hours south of where I am. And she was at a uh, convention or something. And I asked her to take that and get it signed for me. And then the promoter really liked it and he bought one from me and Len really liked it. And the promoter has since asked me to do um, more pieces for his signings, which has been a neat experience. So that kind of led to bigger and better things. So after I got Len Barker to sign it, I sent it to Morgana. And my post office actually didn't put enough postage on it, so it got returned. And I sent it back again, and they didn't put enough postage again, and it got returned. And I sent it back again, and she made me sweat a little bit, but she finally signed it. And it's one of my favorite pieces. That's incredible. I was going to say that. like I've never done a TTM, but uh, I I'd imagine it's – very nerve wracking, especially when it's like a two part process like that, where you have to send it to multiple people, mm -hmm. you get the first leg done. And then you just, you're sitting there praying, like, please <laughs> let me get it back. Right. I, and I saw on uh, one of your videos, I've seen multiple of them, but how you do those digital, what do you call them again? The digital print, digital print. It, I'm just watching it and going like, how is he doing that? It's like, <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, it's like, seriously, it's like watching, like a foreign language or something like I don't understand how you do it, but it is incredible. Again, if you haven't if you haven't checked out Scott's channel, there's a ton of videos to go through, um, but it's it's amazing to watch how you do that. Thank you. The uh, digital prints are all done in Photoshop and I use like pictures of like textures and I make shapes out of the textures and kind of put them together and kind of make a cartoony image. Like so. And how do you like how did you learn to do that was it did it uh did you go to like school for that or did, is it I just all did all go to art about? school yeah okay and they teach that sort of thing in in art school um a little bit and then i just kind of keep going and keep going keep going and teach myself it's incredible awesome work thank you and you got a yeah you got a bunch of those on your channel too that um i love the yeah, i love that you got them signed too that just makes mm -hmm. it such a cool collectible. All right. So let's move on to um, our next part, which is where we look at three of the cards that you would hope to add to your collection. Okay. I'm pull up card ladder here just so we can find some images here as we talk about the cards. There we go. 
There he is. There he is. So what we have, the first one, Scott sent me these three ahead of time. So I got the first one pulled up, which is the 49 Bowman Satchel Page. Um, this is just card ladder pulls up some of the recent sales. This one actually sold um, on Heritage Heritage Auctions at the end of September uh, for like 2,500 bucks. And it's a SGC 1.5, nice version there. But this card and any, you know, whether you have it uh, ungraded or graded, it doesn't matter the grade. It's just one of those cards. It's unbelievable. Right. So this was the number one card I was looking for at the National, and I didn't think I could afford it. And I did a um, 3D painting for George from Diamond Yard Sports Cards of Satchel Page, and he kind of convinced me that I could afford it. But um, I really I didn't find the right one at the right price there. So um, that's when I settled on the Lajaway, but it wasn't really settling because I really like that Lajaway. Um, but yeah, this one's at the top of my list. It's probably my next Holy Grail card. And would you consider this uh, along with the leaf as this or, or is one like more considered as far as a rookie card like are they both rookie cards in your mind or is this more of a rookie card um i consider them both rookie cards they're you know close enough yeah i actually the... do like the leaf one better but that one's just absolutely ridiculous right see i think i'm the other way around i think i like i like this one a little better Okay. Again, both both awesome cards, but I like um, something about. I mean, it's hard. Leaf is usually like if there's a, if there's a card of a player on that leaf set, that's mm -hmm. usually like my, one of my favorites. Um, but this one, something about this one, uh, it's just I don't know about the image or whatever, or just his the color the colors or the way the the hat pops. I just love this card. I think it's my favorite page card. That bright red with the bright teal is really nice. It's, yeah. 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 Um, so great pick there. Yeah, it's a, it's an expensive card, but like you said, I think the, you know, the leaf leaf is more expensive of a card for sure. Um, but yeah, I think this would be if I don't have a, a page card, but I think this would be the one I would also try to make a run at when right. uh, time came for that. And everybody's talking about 49 Bowman right now and I wish they just shut up. So <laughs> this is the one I want. Yeah, I know. We'll keep it quiet. <laughs> All right, and then um, let me pull up the second card here. Give me a sec. Take that in. So the second one was um, P206, Nap Lajoy. When I was a kid, I called them Lajoy. Mm -hmm. Nap Lajoy with that. Let's see what we got here for that. All right. Let me know. Is this the one right here? That's the one. All right. So this one here, this was a 2.5, SGC 2.5 that recently sold a, uh, October 5th, just like a day ago, 1350 bucks on eBay on a fixed price listing. Okay. All right. So um, when I got back to into collecting, it was 2018. And um, what I wanted to do was just do the T206 uh, Cleveland Nap set. So I'm almost there. Um, a lot of people that know me know that I was, I'm working towards that uh, Cy Young portrait. That was a big one. The uh, Lajoie portrait that I got at the National was a big one. And uh, uh, after that, there's two left. There's this one, and then there's another Cy Young card. Um, but I think this one is a lot more obtainable. So I'll put that one next. 
He, so does he have how many? Is there three? He's three got three. Of, yeah, three in this set. Mm-hmm. I, I joke about the pre-war stuff cards like these. That I mean, that is such a beautiful card. Like mm-hmm. so, so many others that I've seen too. Like T two hundred sixes, or I mean, there's just so many pre-war cards that I try not to even like look at too long because I, I don't have the budget for it at this time. <laughs> so, I, and I know myself that like the more I see and the more I learn about these, the the more I'm gonna want to start collecting them. So at this point, I'm just trying to stay in my lane and stick to like post-war cards for the most part. Uh, but they are addictive. Man, when you see a card like this, it's like, how do you not want to go down that lane? It's so mm. hard. Beautiful card. Um, let me pull up the third one here. All right, third card. Another great choice. 1957 Swift Meats. Rocky Colavito. There we go. All right. Let's pull up this one here. All right. This was uh, just one that sold. This one, not, I guess this was, oh, actually, uh, yeah, this one sold back in March of this year. 395 bucks, looks like, um, mm-hmm. on eBay. And this is a PSA 5, but this is such a cool looking card and set. They are awesome. Like, just so weird. And I love, like, that you'd be able to like punch those out and make the little figures out of them. It's a neat set. What were they? Were these in with like, were these in with hot dogs? I think it was hot dogs. I'm not sure. Um, I know that there was like a redemption. Uh, there, there was like one in a pack of the meat, whatever it was, hot dogs or bologna or whatever. And then um, if you had three proofs of purchases in a quarter, I think you got the whole set and a game board with a little spinner. So it's like a whole game you could play with these figures. This was this was another one that um, I, I, I said I didn't know about until you sent me your list uh-huh. uh, yesterday or a couple of days ago, and I learned about this set and I started looking at the checklist and and, and going down that rabbit hole and um, yeah, it's such a cool set. I love yeah. it. And Rocky Colavito is kind of um, you know as a as a Cleveland fan, obviously he's near and dear to your heart, but. Um, you know, I would say like nationally and, and in the hobby, he's, he was such a great player um, that, but he's definitely, I think, undervalued or overlooked in, in many aspects in the hobby. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I would say. I mean, if you, it was, it's great. this is, I think my dad told me this. Um, he always gave me these stories about the guys from the, you know, from his day. Was he the guy, Rocky Calavito, he had such a strong throwing arm that he threw it like over the center field fence from home plate one time or, did you ever hear that story? Um, I haven't heard that story. I know he was really slow. Like his defense wasn't that great. Right. But he could hit a ton. Yeah. That's, I, that's what he was I doing thought for. he was like, had a strong, he wasn't like a fast runner. He had, I think he had like flat feet or something like that, but mm-hmm. he um, had a real strong throwing arm from what I remember, unless I'm mixing up with someone else. But I think, I think he had like a cannon, which I, I love outfielders like, <laughs> you know, like Clemente and, and, um, even like Red Sox player Dwight Evans, guys who just had absolute rifles out there in the outfield. And I think, I think it was him that he like he threw it over 400 feet or something like that in a just randomly threw it from home plate <laughs> over the center field fence. I don't know. My, look dad, that up. my dad was always filling me. We'll look it up, but I'm pretty sure it was him. But he would always fill me with those like tales from his day, you know, that 
I'm sure it happened, but you know, some of them, when I was a kid, I would just be like, what? That's cool. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So what type of collector are you as far as like, are these cards that would you look to buy them ungraded? And do you care if they're graded or would you want to just buy them graded? How does that work with you? Um, with the Swift Meats card, I probably wouldn't care. If I could find it raw for 200, I'd jump on it. But you just don't see them very often. So I'm not too picky as far as that goes. Um, I don't know how many raw or you know ungraded or out there anyway yeah um, i don't i don't see them often i think there's three on ebay right now and they're all graded and they're all really expensive yeah um as far as the other two cards um the satch i would probably want to have graded just because it's such a famous card right now and um i think i'm confident enough to see a raw t206 and know it's real so i could do that because that was uh i mentioned this before but I, i'm planning on my first card show of my life i know it's crazy <laughs> i've been collecting for years but um never been to a card show and i'm planning on the national hopefully next year to be my first card show okay um, but one of the things i watched a lot of people's videos from this year's national one of the things that really stuck out to me was how much vintage i saw um that was ungraded you know that it was just it seemed like there was a ton of raw vintage at, at that card show um, there, there was yeah that. yeah and it's you're not getting any discounts on it right now on raw stuff so yeah that's the tricky part is if, if dealers are pricing the raw as if like well this is what it will grade and, and this is what it's going to cost in that grade then yeah it, it, it's tough it's tough to do that right that's so probably why a lot of them didn't move there was a, uh, I recently picked up a 67 Rocky Calavito and I had been looking because it was just going to go in a binder. So I'd been looking raw and um, I ended up buying a PSA four because it was cheaper than anything else I could find. I, I credited uh, James Elite Hunters with um, y me discovering your channel. If it's uh, possible where you could recommend another YouTube channel that you think would be someone who would be interested in doing uh, one of these three and threes. Yeah, sure. Um, well, if you got anyone off the top of your head, I'd love to hear it. Well, I'd love to see you do one with yourself where you like edit yourself in talking to yourself. Hey, I think that'd be a great idea. That's a great idea. But I, uh, I don't know if I'd have to figure out. Yeah, I did. Um, the, the problem with me is I have very minimal, um, as you know, <laughs> editing skills, right? I just go, I just pop on the laptop, but I will try to figure out how to do that. Yeah, yeah we can do that. <laughs> yeah, I, that's um, a great idea. Um, my buddy Fourleaf is uh, another Red Sox fan, and I think he would be good, a good guest to have on. I He's not going to show his face, but uh, he uh, he doesn't show his face. No, he doesn't show his face. Okay, but yeah, he's like right. he's like the complete opposite of me. I'm very focused, and I know what I want, and everything. I think it'd be interesting to see where he's coming from, because he's he's all over the map and he collects everything, and really neat guy. We could do it. I'm fine with doing one of these. It might be a little different, but um, mm -hmm. I could have him on. He just uh, he doesn't have to be on there and on camera. That's fine. <laughs> and he For talks me, a lot more than I do. So, oh, no, but I, great interview. <laughs> I understand why people don't um, like. For me, it, like until I popped on YouTube. Last year, it was like such a weird thing for me to like the idea of going on camera or whatever. I'd like mm -hmm. so, but now you know I'm getting a little more of the hang of it, and it's becoming more natural. But in order to connect with people, I felt like it was 
not necessary, but it probably was going to help if I could show my face, you know, it's a right, little right. harder when you don't. And I, I think this whole three and three idea is a great idea to connect with people. And it's, I loved every episode you've done so far. Oh, thank you. I, I really, I, yeah, you were one of the first, you know, people to ever comment on it. And it was just something that just popped in my head with, when I had Dylan double D, uh, we were going to pop on together. I was like, let's think of, let's think of an idea to make it, you know, some sort of theme. And I was just like, ah, let's do three and three. Cause it, it's tough. I mean, did, how was it tough for you to narrow just, it down? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I could do two and two real easy, but it was always that third one. That was, it's such a simple question, but such a difficult answer. Yeah. And I love the why behind that. So a lot of times that's the most important thing, you know, is why is that one of your favorite or why mm-hmm. is that a card that you want to hopefully get for your collection? So, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you've enjoyed it and I'm glad I was able to get you on. You were on my list for a while and, um, uh, we're now in the ninth one. So awesome. We'll go good. I'll try to get four leaf. What's, what's his first name Four leaf, Eric. Eric Forley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I know I've, I've seen his videos and he, I think he's even commented on some of mine. So um, that would be a good one to connect with for sure. Right on. All right, Scott. Well, Hey, I can't thank you enough. And um, yeah, I, I can't recommend highly enough. If you haven't <laughs> checked out Scott's channel, the quality of work is just amazing. So oh. thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you. Adam. Nothing else like it. There really isn't. There's nothing else like it. So Thank you very much. All right, Scott, I will be in touch. And um, who knows, maybe we'll be able to do another one of these. Eventually, if I run out of people to do this with, I'm going to circle back and just do a round two. So great. uh, Hopefully get you on again. (laughs) All right. Awesome. All right. Thanks.